Well, hey, everybody. Welcome to In Plain Speech. This is our very first episode. We are live right now. Look, I'm getting the update on my Apple Watch there. Hey, I'm Andy. I'm the digital pastor. I'm controlling this here broadcast if you're watching this live right here on this laptop. So if I'm looking down to reference this laptop, you know that I'm not just ignoring you. I'm also live in all of the comments and chat sections right now if you are doing this live with me at YouTube and at Facebook and pretty soon uh, on Bay Hope TV. Uh, Let me explain what In Plain Speech is before we go any further. Uh, In Plain Speech kind of came from a a conversation that we have been having about the Bible, about what the Bible is and about really the understanding that we have of the Bible and who it's for and kind of the way it was written. And if you look at the way scripture was written, you know, it was written in the common languages of its day. It was written in Hebrew and Aramaic. And then the New Testament was primarily in Greek, which Greek is the English to us right now. The They call it the lingua franca, the, the common language. And A lot of people around the world speak English. But the problem is, is that when you start to really dissect what the Bible says, um, hey, nice to see you guys. Unfortunately, some of these things only say Facebook user. So let me show you what I see. Boom, unless you do the thing. It says, hey, Andy, nice to meet you. Hey, I don't know who that is. So let me pop over here real quick just to see who's jumping in uh, live on our comments section right now. There's somebody, and I don't know who it is right now. So anyway, sorry if I missed you. Um, But uh, with us kind of being live and, and, and doing everything, we wanted to, I wanted to, as the digital pastor, wanted to take the Bible and break it down just a little bit more. Um, and I thought, what better way to do that than a podcast and live teaching time? So that's what this is, is a podcast and live teaching time. Uh, so we are literally live right now uh, doing a podcast, and this is going to be put out on Apple Podcasts, it's going to be put out on Spotify, it's going to be put out on Google Podcasts, excuse me, uh, and wherever else you get your podcast, so you can take your Bible teaching with you. Um, but back to come in the kind of the common language and the common tongue, what happens with the Bible is that we sometimes confuse it, we make it too tough, we make it too difficult, and then we lose kind of all focus and and. The Bible was not meant to be uh, overly complex for the most part. I mean, the, the me- message of Jesus is pretty simple. And it, it, it the message of God is pretty simple. It's the God of the universe loves us. The creator of the world loves us. And, you know, he wants us to love him and receive that love by receiving Jesus Christ into our hearts. Understanding that Jesus Christ, son of God, died for our sins to take away the sin of the rest of the world and on and on and on. And so the, the, the message of, of the gospel is what it is, the, 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 the good news. It's pretty simple. Um, but the problem is, is that we sometimes mess it up. We don't necessarily mess it up. We just kind of uh, make it a little too difficult. And so what we're doing in this podcast is going to try to untangle it and make it a little bit less difficult, make it a little more shareable, a little more teachable. And also the group portion of this is that uh, we're going to be posting, and if you're watching live right now, you can see underneath me right here. Uh, it says facebook.com slash groups slash Bay Hope Church. That is our online campus Facebook group. Uh, we have 600 and some odd people over there uh, from Bay Hope Church and from really around the globe that have connected in a group. And what I would like to do with this eventually is have this teaching time be kind of an interactive teaching time because I'm not only learning about it, or you're, you're not only learning about it, but I'm learning about it as well. And so as we're going through this first book, which is going to be 1 Corinthians, we'll get to that in a second. 
as we're going through this first book, I want to know what you're picking up. I want to know what what kind of is hitting you. I want to know what things God is pulling out of your head and what you are pulling out of the scripture. I want to know the plain, but I also want to know the complex. I want to know all about it. I want to know you. I want to connect with you and your friends and your timelines and all of those things. So that's what this podcast is really designed to do. It's, you know, we 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 literally want to take the Bible and make it into plain speech. Um so with that, uh, like I said, we are going to be starting in the book of 1 Corinthians, uh, and that might seem like a weird choice, and you'll understand why as we get through the next couple of episodes, why uh, I chose 1 Corinthians. And we kind of debated this uh, a little bit back and forth, myself and Austin Slade, who many of you have met. Uh, shout out to Austin if he's listening to this right now. Uh, love you, man. And uh, we had been talking about what, what, what scripture we wanted to use and kind of what we wanted to look at. And this was what came up was First Corinthians. And um, if you kind of go into the the history, this this book actually sets the stage for God's goodness revealed in Jesus Christ. Like I talked about a couple minutes ago, you know, the message of salvation is pretty simple. And this book kind of sets the stage for that. So this book was written by the Apostle Paul, and we all know Paul. Uh, if you've never read the Bible, the Apostle Paul was not actually one of the original 12 disciples. Uh, he came later. Uh, he actually was a persecutor of the people that believed in Jesus, which is kind of fun. Um, so, and let me take a time out real quick too. If you have any questions, if anything comes up, if anything kind of hits you weird or funny, Feel free to, and you're watching live, feel free to throw it in the chat. And if you're not watching it live, you can actually head over to facebook.com slash groups slash Bay Hope Church, or you can head uh, to any of our email or any of the description, show notes, anything. There's going to be all kinds of contact information in there and all of our socials. So uh, this is episode one, and officially we're going to be starting episode one. How about now? Cool. Um, so 1 Corinthians 1, chapter uh, chapter one, sorry, verses one through nine. We're going to be smacking there right now. This was written by the apostle Paul. Like I said, Paul uh, arrived in Corinth, uh, which is obviously the Corinthians live in Corinth. Corinth is uh, in the area of Greece. And so he arrived, well, just east of Greece, sorry. But he was in Athens, Greece. And during his second missionary journey, uh, around AD 49, AD 50, AD 51, right around there, he arrived in the city of Corinth. And the, during, during his stay there, he was there about 18 months, right around AD 51 and, and, and something like that. And the, the, the Jewish leaders of the time, so what Paul would typically do is when he went to a city, he would go to the synagogue first and he would preach to the Jews, he would preach the message of Jesus Christ to the people that uh, God were God's chosen people, the Jewish people of the time. And the Jewish people of Corinth were frustrated and infuriated by the success that Paul had been having. They uh, began to try to persecute uh, Paul and 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 tried to really bring him up on the charges of propagating an illegal religion. That's what they thought of as Christianity at the time. It was illegal. And so uh, he was there and he was kind of setting up a church there. Basically what would happen is he'd go to the synagogue, he'd preach to the Jewish people for a little bit, and then they would kick him out because they didn't actually like him. They didn't like his message. Like I said, they thought it was illegal. And so they would eventually, you know, kick him out of the synagogue. And then he would go and set up a church, an actual church like we think of it right now. And so he sets up a church in Corinth and then he leaves Corinth about probably what we think of as uh, AD 52. So 18 months, like I said, after he arrived, 
And the church that Paul leaves behind starts out real good, uh, real well, real, I don't know how, I'm not good with words sometimes. Uh, it starts out fine and it, it, it's doing a lot of good stuff. And then all of a sudden, like churches do <laughs> sometimes, uh, it falls prey to rivalries and squabbles. Uh, they start fighting amongst each other. And not only do the, does the church start fighting amongst each other about little things, little piddly things, but also there's a, a cult of people that are trying to make this sort of new Christian church more Jewish. And so they're adding Jewish laws and they're doing all these things and they're kind of messing up what the actual gospel is. And then there's also this whole like pride thing. And then the Corinthians start suing each other. And then there's a bunch of confusion. And then there's some stuff with spiritual gifts. And then uh, there's a whole bunch of immorality, sexual and otherwise, that's happening. And so it's just this, this whirlwind of stuff that's happening in this Corinthian church. And, and Paul has left and he goes to Ephesus. And we, we all know that from the book of Ephesians as well. He's actually making his way back to Jerusalem, which is going to be his home base before he goes to his third missionary uh, journey. And and he he kind of goes to Ephesus. And he while he's in Ephesus, he meets um, a, a couple named Aquila and Priscilla, and they are actually training up. So Aquila and Priscilla are training up Apollos. So there's a lot of names here. You're not going to be tested on these. Don't worry. Aquila and Priscilla start to kind of help Paul plant the church, and. While they do that, they actually start raising up a guy named Apollos. And so Apollos actually goes to visit Ephesus. Uh, he is kind of hanging out with Paul and Aquila and Priscilla. And then he's encouraged to go to Corinth, to, to, to go on to there, which he does. And um, Paul then goes back to Jerusalem, and it's kind of this weird kind of thing, and we don't necessarily need to get into that. And so Paul then leaves Jerusalem and goes to Antioch to make preparations. But Paul eventually makes his way back to Ephesus, which is three years later. And he eventually hears about all this stuff that's happening in Corinth. So this is sometime maybe two to three years after he's left. And he gets real worried and real nervous and real scared about the church. And there's a bunch of disturbing stuff and there's an alternate lifestyle as he's hearing from this pagan city. And so Paul writes the letter of 1 Corinthians. Boom, right there. And it's, a, it's eventually, a, it's initially a letter, excuse me. It's not supposed to be um, scripture or anything like that. He's really just writing a letter to help communicate the truth of what's going on in Corinth and kind of the truth of the gospel and all sorts of stuff. And so he, he's writing it to correct this behavior. Um, this, this, this first letter that we know of, however, there was a letter before First Corinthians, and this is called the lost letter. And he kind of references this in First Corinthians 5, and we'll get to that once we finally step through first Corinthians, which we literally don't have any, we don't know where that letter is. Like it's a lost letter. Um, and he, he, he warns Christians in that letter to not kind of associate with people that are fornicating and all sorts of stuff. And anyway, we don't know anything about that letter other than what we know from first Corinthians five. So this letter, however, the lost letter prompts the Corinthian church. So you have the Corinthian church, it prompts them to have a reply uh, back to Paul, and then Paul writes a reply back to them, which is what now we know as 1 Corinthians, the book of 1 Corinthians. And we call this one, so that the one that was lost is called the lost letter, and now we have what's called the long letter, because 1 Corinthians is pretty long. It's it's a long letter, and we're it was the longest of all of Paul's letters, actually, which is funny. Um, Paul wrote chapters one through four, which we're not going to get through today. We'll get into chapter one, but we're just going to start stepping through it. 
And there was a whole bunch of other stuff that happened and we'll get to the rest of it later. But this long letter probably took several weeks to write. Because if you think about it, Paul's not usually writing these things. He's dictating it to somebody and then somebody is actually writing it down. And so Paul has to dictate this. He has to say it. And the process of writing back then, you know, 2000 years ago was painstaking compared to what it is now. I mean, all I got to do is pull up Siri and Siri does everything for me. Don't turn on Siri. Siri does everything for me. But back in that day, Paul had to speak it and somebody had to write it with ink, just letter by letter by letter. And it was, it was pretty awful. Um, so he, he writes this letter, he sends it off, and then we have what we now know as 1 Corinthians. So I'm going to read just a little bit from 1 Corinthians. Today, we're actually going to be in 1 Corinthians uh, chapter 1, verses 1 through 9. Let me pull up my old Bible app tab thing here. And if you are watching along live, you can actually see this next to me right over there. You can see it over here. So I'm going to read it. 1 Corinthians 1. Paul, called to be an apostle of Christ, Jesus by the will of God and our brother Sosthenes. To the church of God in Corinth, to those sanctified in Christ Jesus and called to be his holy people, together with all those everywhere who call on the name of our Lord Jesus Christ, their Lord and ours, grace and peace to you from God our Father and the Lord Jesus Christ. And then he goes on. And the new heading right here is Thanksgiving, but you'll see why that is for a second. So verse four, I always thank my God for you because of his grace given you in Jesus Christ excuse me, Christ Jesus. For in him, you have been enriched in every way with all kinds of speech and all knowledge. God thus confirming our testimony about Christ among you. Therefore, do not lack any spiritual gift as you eagerly await our Lord Jesus Christ to be revealed. He will also keep you firm to the end so that you will be blameless on the day of our Lord Jesus Christ. God is faithful who has called you into fellowship with his son, Jesus Christ, our Lord. Now, I don't know about you, but in these first nine verses, the thing that jumps out to, at me, the, the two real big things, but the biggest thing is that he mentions the name Christ Jesus or Lord Jesus Christ. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine times in nine verses. Pretty much once every verse, he mentions the name Christ. And that, that's how um, serious. Paul is about this. That's how serious Paul is about writing this back to, to, to let the Corinthian church know like, hey, this is, this is a big deal and I need you to understand how big of a deal that this is. And oh, by the way, Christ Jesus is there. And oh, by the way, Christ is actually God's son. So that's the biggest thing. The second big point, and this is, this is what in plain speech is, just distilling everything down. So verses one through nine can be distilled right into this. Verse nine. God is faithful, who has called you into fellowship with his son, Jesus Christ, our Lord. It's amazing. And I, the, the big thing that jumped out at me when I was reading this and kind of prepping for this was that despite all of the craziness that we deal with, despite all of the craziness that the, that the Corinthian church was dealing with, and if we take the Bible to be the true, uh, inerrant, inspired word of God, which it is, and if we take Paul to have been a conduit for the Holy Spirit, which he was, then we read that and we go, okay. Paul's writing to the Corinthian church, yes, and we have to contextualize all of that. But he's also saying to us, look, in spite of all of the craziness of this world, or even with, even because of it, God remains faithful. God remains faithful to me. God remains faithful to you because of why? What did we say? What did I say uh, just like 30 seconds ago? The nine times that, that, that Paul mentions? Because of the love and salvation of Jesus Christ, our 
Lord. That right there is why he remains faithful to us. That's why he's gonna keep us firm to the end, verse eight. That's why we're gonna be blameless on the day that we're before uh, Jesus. That's why he confirms our testimony about Christ. That's why we don't lack any spiritual gifts and on and on and on. It's because God is faithful and he has called us into fellowship with his son. That is the biggest sort of thing that we need to remember all throughout 1 Corinthians. God is faithful. He has called us into fellowship with his son, Jesus Christ, our Lord. If you hear nothing else in the next however many episodes that we're doing this, if you hear nothing else as we break this Bible down, understand that your problems, that your worries, that your cares, that your struggles, they're all valid. They're all there. But God is in fellowship with you. And if you look at that word fellowship, that what is that? That literally means fellowship like he's he's there he has a he's a he's a fellow with you he is uh, walking alongside of you he's a compadre he is a partner he is all of those things right there god is faithful who has called you into fellowship with his son jesus christ our lord so that's us kicking off first corinthians right now we're going to close up shop right now we've been doing this for 18 minutes or so like i said uh i want to hear what jumped off of the page or out of the screen to you i want to hear what jumped into your world. I wanna hear all of these things. Uh, so you can head over to, let me pull up the banner here, facebook.com slash groups slash Bay Hope Church, or the link is there, or it's in the show notes of this. If you're listening to this on podcast or you're taking this with you, we legitimately want this to be uh, a group experience. So uh, I love love getting the chance to kind of connect with you. I want to get the chance to connect with you over this journey. This is just the beginning. Obviously, things are going to get better. I think we're going to get more different, better set design stuff around here. I don't know. And teaching the Bible never, never returns void and it, it never ends up bad. So that's what we're doing here. I love you guys. Thank you so much for joining us today. I'm looking forward to next week at the same time, every Tuesday at 2 p.m. Eastern, we're going to be jumping into In Plain Speech. And if you don't, if you don't get a chance to watch it live, perfectly fine. It's going to be available for you on demand wherever. Love you. Talk to you later.